Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Voices from the Mausoleum. In today's episode, I am joined with Luther Cross again, and we are going to talk um, a horror movie wrap up uh, covering a couple of different movies that we both really liked and have seen, not, you know, recently, I guess, technically recently, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. recent. Yeah, pretty recent. Um, yeah, so um, last time Luther was on the channel, we talked about his influential horror. And, um, and now we're going to talk about some movies that we like. So the first one we're going to talk about is, what did I say the first one was going to be? Um, I think you said uh, Hell House. Oh, Hell House. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about Hell House LLC, which a lot of people um, in the horror community like are really familiar with this franchise. I just watched this movie, what, like a month ago, I think I posted about it. Um. And yeah, so um, I recent. just saw it. Yeah, I just saw it for the first time like a month ago. And then you just watched it too, right? Yeah, I think it was um, about three weeks ago or so that I sat yeah. down and watched it. And um, like like I told you before, I'm not a huge, huge fan yeah. of the found footage genre. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really did enjoy the Blair Witch Project and mm -hmm. the original Paranormal Activity. Those two were fantastic. Yes. Uh, but other ones that people really like kind of fell short for me. Yeah, Hell House was <laughs> Hell House was good too, and it did surprise me with with yeah. the way they handled it. And I thought yeah. it was really interesting that they chose to do a haunted haunted house. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That was really cool because um, mm -hmm. I can imagine being inside of a building like that that's all decked out, and then mm -hmm. you know the yeah. lights go out, and then you hear stuff moving, and then yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, it's a really and cool then, concept. Yeah. Then they got that the the clown mannequin that they had. Oh yeah. man, like yeah. yeah, that was that was really really well done, especially that one scene where the guy like wakes up in bed and he flips the camera on. He's just kind of laying there talking and waking up mm -hmm. and like you can see in the background something that's like moving closer to the Let's bed see. and then yeah. he finally like realizes it and he turns around and he just looks and there's that long pause of them just looking at each other and it's just <laughs> so tense. That moment was so tense. Yes. Like, yes. Ooh, man, I was, I was just like on the edge of my seat waiting for something to <laughs> freak me out, you know, because yeah. I, I knew it was coming. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was that was really well done. And yeah. I, I think the only part that fell short for me was kind of the ending because yeah. the whole like evil cult thing just kind of seemed to come out of nowhere. Like yeah. I was expecting like, um, like bodies coming up out of the basement or something, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, we got a cult of people dressed in black cloaks. I'm like, oh, boo, come on, guys, yeah. you could have done better yeah. than that. Yeah. But the rest of the movie was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I really liked it too. I I had heard so many good things about it. And I try sometimes, like, especially with um, things like that, where people just like talk about it and they have nothing but good things to say about it. I try really hard to go in like, okay, but like blank slate, like no expectations. Yes. Um, and you know, I'm a, I'm a fan. Everybody knows by this point that I'm a fan of found footage. So I yeah. love the way that it's shot. I love that the horror like like the the moments of like real like discomfort are actually pretty subtle like a lot of them mm. are just very like 
these very brief moments of seeing something for a second or like it's not very like um i guess like abrupt like there's not a lot of jump yeah. scares it's not very jarring it's just this like super just these little moments that slowly over time you're like absolutely not like yeah. there's no yeah. way yep. <laughs> like, it's like the, the the slow burn kind of thing yeah, right yeah, like yeah. It, it's just like they're priming you up and yes. then when it finally does happen you're just like yeah. oh okay <laughs> yeah and and i yeah. think too yeah. like it's you know i hate those like kind of scare tactics where they build up a moment and then like nothing happens i hate oh, i don't yeah. really like that but i feel like this gave you like just enough happening that you didn't feel let down by the scare i guess is kind of like but um yeah. yeah i agree i think the ending was kind of lackluster i i think cult things are super fascinating when they're well done um yeah. this a bit tired to throw in at the end like you said like it kind of did come out of nowhere and they they built up the basement thing to be this like crazy like i don't know like yeah. i was just expecting like, like you said to see like, like just some insanity and like that's yeah, not like what happened. demons maybe or yeah. poltergeists or yes. something, something you know yes. and then it was just mm, it's a cult mm. uh, yeah, and it's, no it's like a cop-out ending. It's like, well, we yeah. couldn't think of anything else, but cults are scary. <laughs> you know, like, let's yep. do a cult. And then her going yep. back, I actually didn't mind this part, with the girl um, that, I guess, like, survived or whatever. I don't remember her name. Mm. I'm going to be honest. But she goes yeah. to um, to tell her story, and she, like, brings them back. Like, I was kind of, I was okay with that. I was on board with it. I was like, right. okay. You know, and some of the... Um, Anything, and this happens in quite a few found footage movies, anything taking the camera or like mm -hmm. anything like those blunt objects and just like, you know, like beating someone's face in is always yeah. like super uncomfortable. But that I thought that kind of stuff was really well done. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think I think the, the cult thing was a little lackluster for me, too. I I don't know that I liked it as much as people who love it like it you know yeah. but i um but I, I i was actually pretty pleasantly surprised i did enjoy the movie it was a, kind of a fun ride you know it was it definitely was right up until the end and then yeah. it just kind of like you know <laughs> came off the rails and i was like oh no i know i know yeah i know but it, and it, it's yeah. okay it's okay because uh, i i actually tried to watch the sequel a little oh, bit and yeah. it immediately like dove into the cult stuff and i was like Oh, uh, now you guys are just trying to backtrack. No, don't do that. What? Move forward. Mm. Do something different. Well, and I agree with what you said. Like when so we we go to haunted houses. I think I, I may have told you this before. There's like a really big one here in Atlanta called Netherworld. It wins like first and second place like every year for the country. Like it's like it's it's pretty well known. And um and and so like and I always think about that too. Like what does this look like when the lights are on? Like or like yeah. you know like all those crazy like animatronics and like fake body parts and like all that stuff they have <laughs> yeah. going on. And um, so I, I kind of I think that that made it really unique. I wish they would have kept the uniqueness of it. You know, it did, and it ending. reminded me too of that old movie. Um, oh man, I can't remember the name of it now. Um, it's this old movie from like maybe nineteen. I want to say it's like 1978 or something. Um, and uh, it's kind of, it's, it's uh, like a circus. And uh, it turns out that there's this like uh, mutated guy that's like there and he's like killing people and stuff. But like, it was really well done. That one also had like a haunted haunted house kind of thing in it hmm. where that they did that was really well done. And it reminded me of that. 
So yeah. I can't remember the name of that movie. Man, it's been years since I've seen it, too. I wonder if I could find it, but it's like the seventies, like a late seventies. I think it was late seventies or early eighties. Yeah, um, okay. and I can't remember uh, Freak Show or something. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Man, it's been so long. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm just. I'm looking. I'm curious. <laughs> the Fun House. Yes, that's it. That's the one. Okay. Yeah, it came out that's in 1981. 81. Okay. Man, I bet this is on something I can probably watch. Let's see. I'll watch. It's a it's a good flick. It you've gotta yeah. uh you've gotta take it with the grain of salt that it uh, for the time that sure. it was made. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah, it's definitely yeah. a period film for sure. But, <laughs> yeah. it, but it's it's yeah. well done, and it's it's just one of those movies that when after you see it, you definitely won't forget it. I'll say yeah. that. I was funny because like you started talking about like the carnival thing, and all I could think was uh. Oh my God! It's a musical. What is it? The Devil's Carnival? No. Oh, yeah. Carnival of Souls. Is that what you're talking is about? Is it called Carnival of Souls? Is that one the musical one? There's a musical I'm, one. It's well, like an hour. I'm not sure. I think it's Devil's Carnival. It is the Devil's Carnival. Oh, okay, okay. 2012. I actually think, I, think I might have watched that at one point, uh, oh, many years ago on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure. I know I've definitely seen the previews for it. So. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird one, but I really like musical horror. So it's like right up there with like Repo, the genetic opera. And one of the main characters from that is in um, that is in is in this one as well. And so I was okay. like, yeah, that sounds good. In fact, I think he plays the devil. Maybe I can't remember. But anyway, it's really good. It's very cheesy. <laughs> Um, well, considering course. it came out later, um, it came out like 2012. So you'd think it would be like better, but it's not. <laughs> it's really, it's really yeah. like cheesy and silly, but I, I liked it a lot. So yeah, yeah I liked, I, um, I liked Hell House. It was, uh, I didn't watch, I haven't tried to watch the sequel yet. Yeah. I started into it and about maybe 20 or 30 minutes into it, yeah. I was like, oh no. So I just turned it off and found something else. Yeah. Especially if they're harping on about the, um, the same thing that um that was like the one thing you didn't like about the first one yeah it's kind yeah. of like uh you know yeah it's like no nah, i'm not gonna tough this one out guys sorry yeah, yeah. but speaking okay. of musicals i did recently take a minute and re-watch little shop of horrors i haven't <gasps> seen that movie in a long time Ugh. um and when i found it on i think it was tubi that I watched it on but when I came across yeah. it I was like man I've got to sit and watch this because I haven't seen it since I was a kid and yeah. I I kind of like got the chance to like fall in love with it all over again because it uh, was I haven't seen it in so long yes and it, it, again like you said really cheesy um you know so uh, but what a movie that movie is is amazing I love it that is. movie I, it's funny you say that I was, I had, my plans got kind of messed up and I was originally going to do, speaking of musical horror, I was going to do an episode on musical horror. So I was like rewatching all the ones that I loved. And I actually mm -hmm. just rewatched that one like a month ago too. And nice. um, it's so good. And, and Steve Martin, like I totally oh, forgot man. that Steve Martin was even in that movie. And then I, yeah. I, so I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my God, that's right. He's the boyfriend. <laughs> like I totally forgot about that. But yeah, that's a really good one. I love Little Shop of Horrors. That's a, that's a classic. That's a good I think one. I figured out where my dental anxiety comes from <laughs> watching that oh, movie. Oh. I, I was like, that's why. Yeah, that's it right there. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yep. that was. Ooh. There are some moments where that where Bill Murray's in the chair and yes. he's just got the drill and it's like, 
Oh, no, 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 nope. Yeah, I think I clenched my teeth through like that whole scene. Even rewatching it, I was like, and there's so many big names in that movie, right? Like, right? I, I, and most of them I couldn't even remember. Like, I, what's the guy's name? That there's the guy that approaches them in the alleyway. Um, oh my gosh, his name is like right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, shoot. But it's got a lot of really big names in it, though. It like, does, and I yeah. had, I didn't remember that because, like you said, like when I watched it, I was really I was pretty young the first time I ever watched it. Yep, same so here. So yep. good, so good though. That is a really good one. Have you seen Repo: The Genetic Opera? Yeah, I did watch it once. Uh, Not your cup of tea. Yeah, it it I mean it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I liked the the sci fi aspect of it, mm. and it, it gave me a very uh, Blade Runner vibe mm, which yes. was cool because yeah. i haven't seen anything that unique in a long time blade runner yeah. was pretty cool um yeah. so it was one of those movies that yeah i, I definitely did enjoy it but yeah. rewatch value maybe not uh, so much you know on. what i mean like <laughs> yeah, yeah it was a good film but rewatch yeah. i don't know yeah i love so. that one so um anthony stewart head that plays the dad the main the the our, our, our repo man um, hmm. he is, um, he's Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So like I have oh, like okay. Okay. immediate, like it just, it just fills me with like good feelings. Like it, my, just, my wife and I actually used to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The uh, series. Like when we first got together, we would just like chill at her place and watch it. Yeah. And it like, yeah, we just sit there and watch it. Um, and I do remember that original film that sparked that whole oh, thing. Yes. And that yeah. was an awesome film. Um, yes, I know everybody so kind of hates on Pee Wee Herman, but he is excellent <laughs> in that movie. He, yes. he is hilarious in that movie. He is. So, he yeah. is. No, I, I'm a huge, 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 huge Buffy fan. Um, and so, like, it, yeah, so, like, when I found out that he was in that movie, I was like, oh, I got to see. Because they there's a musical episode of Buffy. I'm not sure if you've seen that one or if you remember it or not, but. There's Man, that was episode. so long ago. I know, I know. You're canceled. talking literally 23 years ago. <laughs> I know, I know. It was so long ago. I try not to think mm -hmm. about it too often. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But um, but there's a musical episode, and Gile, or well, Anthony Stewart Head sings in the musical episode, and you can tell mm -hmm. that it's him. Like you, I mean, you know, like his real vocals. And so I was like, well, I already know he can sing. He's it's like this looks very gory and like weird and dystopian. I'm like, I'm going to watch it. I love, I love Repo the Genetic Opera. And then I saw the movie they made that's kind of based off of that with Jude Law, just called Repo Men, I think. Um, uh, I think I heard of it, but I never watched it. It's I good. Know. I mean, it's not a musical. It's, it's a very different kind of take on it, but it's the same concept yeah. with the organs and the stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I love, I, I love Repo <clears throat> the Genetic Opera. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? I can't remember. I think it's called maybe like In Time or something like that. Um, Justin Timberlake was in it. Uh, and the barcodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's something like that. What is that? Yes, I love that movie. That That's was an awesome one. film. That was an that awesome was a film. Good one. And it, it's a, a an interesting concept too because it really brings about <clears throat> um, like kind of thinking about like how you know like working for a living, right? So it's like you yeah. you are selling your time to make money, right? And yes. your time, if you really break it down, your time is actually literally your life. Mm -hmm. So you're you're, you're using your life to get money to yeah. live, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and then they, they just kind of took that concept and said, well, what if you were paid in time, you know, and you could live yes. to be a hundred years old, you know? It, yeah. It, it just kind of blew my mind watching that movie. It was really good. You were right. It's called in time. So yeah, that's a really it's, good one. I pulled that one out of the, the archives. I don't know how, God, I'm not sure that's how. That's a good but... one. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good one. I, that scene when he gets off to go, he's trying to get to his mother, you know, he gets her the flowers and he's like going to go see her and give her more time. And yep. he like gets there right when she, and you're just like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Like, do you, yeah. don't, don't do that. <laughs> so good. That is a really good movie. I I think I only saw it. I've only seen it maybe once. And I think I saw it when it first came out. So I don't remember like a ton of the other pieces, but I remember yeah. it being really good. It was, like it, it was one of those films that was just, yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. man. We're, we're way off topic now. I think though. That's it. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Hell House LLC. Liked it. I don't know. I mean, I liked parts of it. I loved parts of it. I just didn't love everything together. I think it was like, yep. Same. Was a little, Same yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. But, loved um, it all yeah. the way till the very end. <laughs> <coughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. And then, um, and Gondium Haunted Asylum is the second movie that we're going to talk about. And that yep. one, we probably have a lot more to say. I feel like, I mean, I know I do. I I love that movie. <laughs> like, that movie was very well done. Um, yes. I, I, the, the way they chose to frame it with the YouTube live feed yes. was perfect because yes. it gave them uh a, a vehicle to set up multiple cameras mm-hmm. it gave them a vehicle to have like advertisement moments or like the little scripted bits that they dropped in yep. which was really cool um and they also you know it even gave them the angle of like the guy you know pushing oh we gotta get this award we gotta get yep. you know what i mean and yep. like it, it was yeah it just the way they they brought it all together like that was yep. really well done yeah i agree um, a lot of times the found footage, the biggest question is always, why are you doing this with the cameras? Like, why do you have yeah. cameras everywhere? Why are you, you know, and there wasn't a second where I, you had to ask yourself that because there was always a reason. Yep. And yep. and that makes it um, adding that validity to the storyline and like why we're here and why we're doing this and blah, blah, blah. Like super, yep. super smart from the perspective of a found footage, um, a found footage film. Yeah. Really well yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was awesome and the the yeah. thing with the the room i can't remember the number that they gave it but the the room that they just like mm. had to get in to to cap the episode yes um that whole <laughs> thing was just like i'm not sure how so it, at some points it was kind of almost comical because they're standing mm-hmm. there prying at it and kicking it and doing all this yes. stuff right yeah. but then there are other moments where they build the tension and you're like okay you should probably not go back to that door. Just 100%. go the other way. You 100%. know what I mean? So yes. like in the beginning of the whole thing, you're kind of laughing at them. Like you guys are never going to get through that um, door. Yeah, right? right. Exactly. But then yep. down the road, you're like, don't touch the door. <laughs> Maybe let's just move away. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah. yeah. I like, um, and I don't know if you've ever seen um, Gra- uh, Grave Encounters. Is that one you've yes. seen? So okay. the original one was pretty good, right? Yes. Um, and one. I like that they kind of parodied, um, what's his name, Zach? Um, Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> yes. they kind of parodied him, parodied him a little yes. bit. And yes, he, he yes. does kind of come off as a cocky guy. I honestly I can't say because I've never met him. Yeah. But the way he portrays himself, like on film, 
it, yeah. it, he does kind of come across as a little yes. bit cocky. Yes. So th- I think adding that element into the mm-hmm. movie, I, I mean, <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah. it seems a little disrespectful almost, but at the same time, it's a nod to that, that yeah. um, TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that, and so I felt like with, so Grave Encounters is one of like my favorites. Like I saw it. Um, it's probably like my intro into like not mainstream horror. Like at that yeah. point, the time that I saw that movie, I was just watching a lot of like, you know, um, main releases, like things that were going to theaters or really popular oh, franchises yeah. or whatever. And, but this, but, but Grave Encounters is a very B film that grew to having this like cult following. And, um, and yeah, I, I love it. So when they, you know, when they're going into this asylum in Gondium, it, that's what it reminded me of. It made me think of, um, of Grave Encounters because there were also like, you know, in Grave Encounters, they're like, oh, here, I'll give you 20 bucks if you say you saw a ghost or whatever. Right. Uh, Yeah. And um, and they've got the actor that comes in and pretends to be a medium and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and uh, and then so like with Gonjam, it was kind of similar because they had all these things that were staged and meant yeah. to create fear, but it was controlled. It wasn't real. And so right. I was like, it kind of gave me like all those good feelings, like made me feel like great encounters, which was which was a lot older film wise. But I and yeah. so I, I love that. I love because, you know, anytime you're taking something and you're saying like, okay, this is a content creator that's trying to get views. It instantly makes sense too, because right. people will do, they lie, they fake stuff, they do mm-hmm. crazy stuff just to get views. And so yep. it was just like, to your point, like it just made it even like, that was the reason that they did all these things. And it, I thought that part was really well done until yeah. other stuff started happening and it wasn't right. so much in their control. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was probably the best part, you know, once they uh, started turning up the paranormal stuff. Yes. Um, and then there was that part where the, the girl left the, the hospital and mm-hmm. was like trying to get back to the tent. No, two girls. I'm sorry. And two. they were trying to get back yeah. to the tent. Yeah. And then they were like, just like not there. It, like the tent was just gone. Was oh gone. man. Yeah. Dude, that moment for me was like, uh, cause I, cause I can imagine being in that situation, yeah. you know, cause I've been out like camping and, and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. And I, you know, I just imagine like, well, what would happen if I walked out to take a leak or something, come back and the tent's gone. Like now. What? This is not there. <laughs> and they, and I think, and I, I, I think I'm remembering this right. I feel like, didn't they keep passing their marker? Like they had like yeah. a marker on yeah. a tree or something. Right. Yeah. And yep. they kept passing it. And it's very, that's very, um, what does that remind me of? It's not Blair Witch. Maybe it is Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's that's kind of like how um, that's kind of also reminds me of Grave Encounters because in Grave mm-hmm. Encounters, when they get trapped, they just keep passing these same things and they can't go anywhere else. And it's like everything yeah. is changing around them to keep them in this one spot. And that is the scariest part of the movie to me is that part where it shows that girl's face and she's mm-hmm. like whispering and her eyes are like giant oh, and oh, yeah. solid black. I was like, I literally, when that part happened, I, I physically, I was sitting in my bed watching. I physically was like, like leaned back. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not weird. I don't even care if you survive. I'm out. If that happens, I'm out. Yep. You. Yeah. God, yeah. Cause good. one of the, one of the other movies that I've always found really pretty terrifying is like the grudge. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Uh, not only, I mean, obviously like the film was amazing. Um, yeah. And the the 
ghosts that they have in that movie are terrifying. Yeah, and then there's that ugh. noise, the death rattle, right? Yeah. That, for the longest time, that noise was like, <laughs> man. Yeah. You know, like if, if someone would come up behind me and play that on their phone, I'd He's probably like, jump out of my skin, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. for sure. Well, because, uh, I mean, after you watch the, the, I think it's like the third one maybe where she like snatches the chick out of bed, just makes yes. her disappear. It's yes. like, I, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so if you if you hear that noise behind you, you're toast. You're done. Yeah, like, done. just don't even try to say a prayer. You're done. You're gone. It's over. Yeah. And I it's think done. for me, like when I saw, so I saw the grudge in theaters and like by far one of my, my favorite memories of like going to see a scary movie in theaters is going to see this one because I sat like really close in the front. It was like a super crowded theater Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like opening night and I'm like sitting there, I'm just like a teenager. So I'm like there with my little boyfriend or like watching this movie. And this, <laughs> there's that scene where Sarah Michelle Geller is like running to the house to save the love interest, Jason Bear. I can't remember what the character's name is, but she's like yeah. running down the side of the road. And this, I mean, this guy was massive. He had to have been over six feet tall. Like this big guy behind me, like jumps up out of his seat and he's like, run Buffy, run. Like at the top of his lungs, in the middle of this like crowded theater. And nice. I was just like dying. Like normally I get super pissed because movies are expensive. So I get like super annoyed when people like talk and stuff. But right. like, that was so fun. The like, whole theater was like, it was like this breakup of tension because everybody's dying laughing because we're all thinking it in awesome. our heads because that's Buffy on the screen. Like all of us are thinking right. it. And, um, but I remember going to see that in theaters and, you know, that sound is kind of unsettling, but I think what made it worse was realizing why that sounds like, yeah, yeah, where she was, that sound is coming from her throat because she's trying to scream and she can't. And that makes that sound like so much more terrifying than like it was before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yep. It's super unsettling, but anything like that, anything with like um, long stringy hair, like oh. obscure fake features, like, ooh, and that's that yep. fast whispering. Sh- oh my God. That part was so uncomfortable. I, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I, I'm yeah. not a fan of ASMR and that really was like. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it was so uncomforting. And then. And then after that, so, you know, when that starts happening, that's when all of the stuff starts getting like really crazy in the movie. And then like all of the scenes in that, like, um, I mean, we find out later it's because they're in the door, but like that whole sequence where they're like in that basement square room or whatever. mm -mm. Yeah. That part was so unnerving from like the moment that it started until the end of the movie. I was just so on edge. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. That movie was very well done. Gosh, um, so good. And I, I, I'm you know with, with actually this trifecta of these movies that I've watched recently. Yeah. Kind of thinking maybe I give the found footage genre another oh, chance, <laughs> but you know, yeah, we'll, we'll take it slow. Yeah, one yeah, film yeah. at a time. One film yeah, at a yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> but I was I was very impressed with these three films. So it's it's yeah. like you know I'm kind of like well I mean. Now that I know there's some good ones out there, maybe there there's are, more reason yeah. to watch, you know. Yeah. Well, and so. I feel like, too, it's like a lot of times with found footage, I've, I mean, I've, I've definitely seen found footage movies that I hate. Like, I absolutely yeah. have seen ones that I hate. Um, 
but I think, you know, it's one of those things where like, it's been so long since found footage first, like really started. Mm. Um, and it's like, it, they've, they've just gotten so much better. So a lot of people, not you obviously, but like a lot of people that say like, oh, I don't like found footage. I'm like, okay, well, what movies have you seen? Cloverfield. Right. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like Cloverfield, you've seen one found footage movie, which by the <laughs> way is like my least favorite. I can't get through Cloverfield. It's yeah. way too much of this, you know, movement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and not like they've kind of perfected that as far as a filming technique. Like now they're right. able to get those shots where it's not so, you know, disorienting. But or they mm. say that they've seen Blair Witch and they didn't love it. And I'm like, okay, well, what other found footage movies have you seen? Like, have you yeah. seen more than yeah. one? Because they're not the same. Like so many of them are done so many different ways. And one of the one of the other ones, so I have like two that I always recommend. Well, Ganjian's kind of the newer one that I always recommend now that I've seen it. Um, yeah. is Found Footage 3D and another and another found footage movie called um The Monster Project. And those are like the two that I always tell people, like, if you're ever willing to give found footage like another chance, highly recommend these two. And found footage 3D is a movie that is kind of meta a little bit like it's it's literally a movie it's a found footage movie about making a found footage movie and it's cute because it's okay. like they have these moments of like where they ask those questions well okay but we can't just film this movie we need a reason you know everybody knows in found footage you need a reason to keep the camera rolling and right. so there's these like they ask these questions in a found footage movie you know and um, it's kind of like I say it's um, like found footage 3D is to found footage like screen is to slashers. It's very meta. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Okay. But it's really, really well done because it does answer those questions and shows you that there is a way to do found footage and it be well done. You know, even right. if it's few and far between, like, it can still be, <laughs> you know, it can still be really good. And it's funny because you say that I didn't even think about the fact that all of these are technically found footage movies. I didn't yeah. even think about that. So yeah, that's they funny. are. They are. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've 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 found a few in the past that were I really yeah. liked. Um, but yeah. then of course, like with Blair Witch, they tried to do a sequel that was terrible. Uh, Paranormal yeah. Activity, they did several sequels. Some of were terrible. Some of were okay. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Um, and then you know, it's just yeah. So found footage yeah. just kind of fell off the tracks for me, and I was like, yeah, I, that's fair. What's happening, folks? <laughs> like, yeah. No, I know what you mean. You're not wowing me yeah. anymore. You know, like Blair Witch really like that moment where she's in the tent or maybe she's not even in a tent, but it's basically just like her face with the flashlight and she's crying. And she's and it's like, like scared. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. That was yeah. one of those moments that you just don't forget, you know? No. And I think um, and that's what it, I expect yeah. out of a found footage film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. You know? Well, and I told, um, you know, I told Josh when he and I were talking about film footage one time, I told him, I said, you know, one of my favorite things about it is that anybody can do it. Like, true. if true, you if true. you put a camera, especially with how great our phones are now, you can literally go make Blair Witch in a, in a thing. There's mm -hmm. no monsters. There's no like crazy scare sequences. It's all atmosphere and stuff that you don't yep. see. And yep. I think that like that shows like to me, the unseen is 
far more terrifying than like what you can see and like oversaturation of jump scares or creatures or monsters or whatever, like right. you start losing its effectiveness when you just keep throwing it at, you know, your, your yep. viewer, like, yep. um, and I think like, that's one of the things that made it so good. I mean, that movie is like literally anybody can go in their backyard and make that yep. movie. Yep. And I love that about it because nobody else had thought to do it. And so they did. And it, I think it's a great movie. I know a lot of you, my husband hates Blair, Witch, like hates it, hates it, <laughs> but I love it. Wow. I've never heard anyone say they hated it. I've heard some people oh. say that like they didn't like it. It wasn't their cup of tea, but I've yeah. never heard anyone say they just outright hated it. That's, yeah. Wow. He hates that one. <laughs> he's like every time and I and he gets stuck, you know, well stuck. He like he likes horror, but he's very much a more like um more mainstream horror. Like he doesn't, um, he likes found footage. He will watch found footage movies with me, but like, he doesn't like, um, you know, if I go back and I watch like white zombie or anything that's like black and white or old or classic or whatever, um, yeah. you know, he's not really, he's like, meh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's very picky about what he will or won't watch. But I asked him, I was like, well, I want to watch Blair Witch. And he was like, you are on your own. Like he's, <laughs> he will not sit Dang. through Blair Witch again. He hates it. Dang. But Yeah. It's a good one. I um and I think like that's actually like one of the things that I really like about um Korean and Japanese horror in general is that it is kind of like that. It relies a mm. lot more on story and atmosphere yeah. than it does yeah. like um you know like a ton of jump scares or like a crazy amounts of gore um which I'm fine with. That works right. too. It's just um they have found a way to be an effective horror or to make a, an effective horror movie without, um, without needing all of that. And it's yeah. impressive to me. Like, I really like, did you, have you seen the other one that we, I was posting about, um, oh, like Nori, I think is how you say it. It's like uh, N-O-R-O-I, the curse. No, I haven't seen that one. Uh -uh. Okay. That one is that one. on, what is that on? Shutter maybe so yeah so nori is a, is another really good one but it's another one that is slow like it takes its mm. time yeah man like, it's kind of like gone jam in the sense that like you know you you have these little things that happen these weird uncomfortable moments um but then it's like just like balls to the wall after that it's like crazy yeah. moment after crazy moment after crazy moment yep. in credits and i love it it's like so good yeah, that was yeah. It was pretty. Uh, I, in a way, I don't want to yeah. say it was extreme horror, um, but yeah. you're right. It did move at a very fast pace. Once it picked up, it just yes. like you, yeah. you, they just kind of tear through the end of the film, and then you're just sitting there like, holy shit. I know. <laughs> well, like, wow. okay then. Now I'm really like uncomfortable. I may have to sleep with the lights on, and the movie's over. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I liked that one a lot. And then, um, and I like, I obviously, we've talked about this one and I've talked about this yeah. one on uh, social media and stuff before, but that's like our third one is The Deep House. Yep. And that one, yep, this one is just, hmm. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to sum up this, how I feel about this film because it was just, it was so unique for all the films yeah. that I've seen. I know, um, <clears throat> yeah. And and not just within found footage, but within all of horror, it's yeah. just extremely unique to put the entire film underwater, right? <sighs> well, maybe not the entire film because they have the opening sequence, that, like little part, where you yeah. Meet the couple and stuff, yeah, but yeah. most of the film is done mm -hmm. underwater, yeah. mm -hmm. and um, you know most films that 
have done that in the past. It's like some kind of submarine thing, or it's like a some underwater base or something like that. But these folks were just free diving under the yep. water with yep. cameras, right? Yep. And that to me was, you know, it gives you that claustrophobic feeling, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Which you kind of yeah. carry throughout the entire film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think adding an underwater element is immediately uncomfortable. Like it yep. just immediately puts you in a state of unease. Like it's just so instant. And I'm absolutely terrified of water, mostly because I'm scared of sharks. But mm-hmm. I'm like underwater. I have like a terror, like this horrible fear of drowning, which, okay. you know, was something okay. from a traumatic event in my life where I thought I was going to drown. And like so water terrifies me it makes me so uncomfortable so um immediately when i saw and i'm trying to remember how i even heard about this movie because it was released somewhere overseas first and we had to wait for it to become available here um because it didn't go to theaters i rented it i think on amazon or something but i watched i tracked this movie for months to see when it was going to come because I was like this movie is going to scare the crap out of me like it's going to be really well done and um I maybe dread central or somebody posted I really don't remember but it's such a it's it's literally like a story we've heard a million times done in this completely unique way yes um yeah exactly I loved it no I I love that movie and as I mean as you know by this point like it's it made my number one for the year like I was that impressed with it well, and, um, and one of the things that's always kind of <clears throat> um, intrigued me a little bit is this yeah. idea of things that are just buried underwater, right? Yeah. So here in Pennsylvania, there's a place, uh, Raystown Lake, mm-hmm. and the town, Raystown, is still down there at the bottom of that lake. And if if you want, you can go up there and dive, and you can go down, and you can mm-hmm. check it out. What's, well, yeah. what's left of it? It's been well, down there right. for a long time, so yeah. probably not in the greatest of shape. Sure. Um, but it's yeah. just an intriguing concept, you know. And then, of course, so you've got this house that they're going to explore. And it's just mm-hmm. like, like for me, I wanted to see it. You know, I wanted to see it. Like, so yes. in, in that moment, it's kind of like being a kid at Christmas. You're right. You're like, oh, man, oh, I get yeah, to check like- this out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then they just turn it on its head. And it, it kind of goes sideways and it's like, oh, shit, yeah. uh, this, this thing that I thought was going to be a really cool trip is now becoming really terrifying. But yeah. that it was great in that respect. And yes. I think one of the most unnerving scenes for me was mm-hmm. when uh, that woman is like walking across the floor towards him yes. and she's just like walking normally, but underwater. Right. Yeah. And it, it's just so unnatural to mm-hmm. watch that yeah. happen. Yeah. That your brain is like, no, 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 that can't, yeah. no, no. <laughs> it doesn't make, it doesn't, yeah, it's like it doesn't connect for you. And it's because, like, of yep. course, like, she is not, you know, there's not, she's not breathing through tubes or, like, she doesn't have scuba right. gear on. Like you said, like, it's literally would be like watching anyone walk through their home. Like, yes. and that was, and I thought it was so, like, the way that you said that after you watched it, I was like, that's so perfectly describes why that is so unsettling because it's like you're literally seeing this some like this such the i don't know it's like so unnatural like you said it's like, like it's, just it's so... like when the matrix like when the first time you watch the matrix and they mm-hmm. just like warp reality it's yeah. kind of like that you know what i mean it's like this and you're thing not that ready for it would like, not exist and you're like what am i watching right now like yeah. holy crap and yeah. then to imagine actually being the diver in the water watching that happen like 
no, <laughs> just yeah. no, no, just, there's yeah. no way. You yeah, couldn't pay me yeah. enough. You couldn't pay me enough. No, so, and those sequences like don't happen until they know they're trapped. And that makes yeah. it worse. Yep. Because yep. now and they know you're in. Windows like, are, are barred and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're, um, you're now in, you know, this haunted house story, but like you literally like, there's no escaping it. Like you can, what do you yeah. do? You know? Um, and I, I think, you know, and I think, I, I think I've talked about this before, but I, you know, one of the things that I had to think about after I watched it, um, the first time was I really was a little like irritated at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, and I won't say how it ends just so I can technically mark this like spoiler free, but when that the ending happens, I was really conflicted because I had loved every second of this movie. And then right. the ending happened and I was kind of like, really? Like I was so I was I was a little too invested, I think. Um, mm. but then after I sat on it for like a couple of days, I thought about like the story and like how I feel about endings like that ending. And I was like, right. you know what? I think it ended the only way that it could end. <laughs> like, yeah. you yeah. know, after, after everything else that, that this, this couple goes through and everything that they experience, like, was there really another way that it could have ended? Because I don't feel like, you know, yeah. that really there was. So, yeah. um, and that kind of actually made me really like it more because I like things that make you uncomfortable. Like after you've turned yes. them off. And yep. this is definitely one of those movies where you're just lift, like, eat, like as it's done and the music plays and the credits start to roll, you're just like, well, now I'm unhappy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, now yep. you feel miserable and sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I honestly, I was really impressed with the ending. It uh, yes, just because it, 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 you don't see a lot of endings like that, you know, sure. and, uh, and the way they portrayed it was, perfect you know and so even though it does leave you with a kind of a sour taste in your mouth mm -hmm. it's also like it's like bittersweet you know because yeah. it's like well yeah it is a little salty but like yeah. i understand like artistically it's it's beautiful you know it what is. i mean like and so yeah. it's like okay i'll take this you know like kind of like the lorax yeah. like i'm highly offended by this i'm <laughs> But I'm going to eat it, but I'm highly offended by this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of and those. I think it's like, it's one of those things, too, where you think about, like, um, this, like, whenever a movie can make you feel, like, can control how you're feeling, that typically means that it's doing its job. And one of oh, the yeah. things yep. that this movie did so well was its ability to make you feel hopeless, yeah. Like there were so many moments where you were just like, we're all going to die down here. Like, you know, you're just, <laughs> yeah, like, like you're under the water with them and you're waiting on the end to happen. And, um, and I, I really loved it. And I, and I think too, like one of the other reasons I think I really, really liked it is there's some types of horror, um, that I, I need it kind of spelled out like there's some things that like um, I just heard somebody talk about this on a podcast. They're talking about like some like some types of subgenres. It's better to to put everything out there in black and white. Mm. But okay. this this kind of got you like this kind of told its story without really telling you very much of anything at all. Like right. you got, it was almost like a video game where you got to go through and you got to read the stupid notes or you got to do the puzzles to get into the doors or whatever. And you start right. to piece it together simply based on atmosphere and rooms of the house. And I thought that yeah. part was really well done. 
Yeah, um, it was. It was because if you think about it, right, it's realistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you dove down there with just a GoPro, um, that's yeah. what you would get. You know what I mean? Right. Unless yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, spend some time at like library archives or something, maybe find yeah. out a sure. little bit that way. Sure. Yeah. But you're not going to know everything, everything. Right. No, and, right. For sure. And it's yeah. always different when you see something face to face versus yeah. like building it up off of a, a, you know, something you read or whatever, you know, no, I agree. Um, and so like, yeah, it, you're right. It's, it's, it is very well done in that respect. I, yeah. uh, I hadn't really considered it that way until you mentioned it, but yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't really, um, no one tells you anything like there's no, um, you know, it's kind of like those, those movies. Like, so normally when movies kind of start out like that, like, Oh, we're going to go look at this haunted house. There's like that, that moment where there's like that boring person that you only see that one time in the film that tells you everything about the building or yeah, like whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. he's just like, Oh yeah, I know where this place is. And like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. You really just don't know. Um, and I know or like, they do like you, the creepy voiceover uh, and yes. the, where they tell you about all about the place and they set it up. Yeah. Yes. Some of those, I mean, it's okay, but yeah, it's also I mean, like, sometimes you need it. Yeah. You could build it's, it up other ways too. You know what I mean? Like there's other yeah. ways you can do it. I know yeah. like for me, when I'm trying to write something, I like mm-hmm. to try to um, blend the details into the rest mm-hmm. of the story. Okay. Yeah. That way I'm not like just throwing information at, at the reader. Yes. Like, you know, Oh look, yeah. look, here's 10 yeah. paragraphs about their home life or something right. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That stuff can get shaken out as they're yeah. going about their business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I agree. And, and I think it, that's, yeah, yeah. The deep house kind of pulls that aspect yeah. into the movie. You know what I mean? Because you just, yeah. like you see, well, like you said, you see the guts of this house and you start yeah. to form this picture in your head of, mm-hmm. oh, that's what's happening. Like, yes. oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not spoon fed to you. You know, right. No, you kind of have to pull it, it out, out of the woodwork. About it. You know, yeah. like, Kind of yeah. like uh, the original Saw movie, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you're just, yes. Like <laughs> the yeah. whole time you're watching it, you're just like, I have no idea. This is insane. <laughs> this is just insane. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why am I seeing this? <laughs> no, I agree. And I think it's another thing that they they didn't do that I'm glad they didn't do because the other side of it is you have this person you never see again that tells you the history of whatever, and right. then you have your your protagonist. Spoon, like spoon feed it like I said like yeah. where they literally like they go like one little thing will happen and they'll be like oh and suddenly they just know all this shit <laughs> like they're yeah. just like yeah. oh yeah so this happened and this happened and then they're they're literally telling you everything that if they had just spent a little bit more time kind of using the background and the actions of these characters they could have just let you get there on your own you right. know right. um yeah, and I think like and I think too, I feel like the way that they chose to tell this story is so like I don't know that everybody would necessarily get exactly the same pieces at the same time, which I really like mm. too. Yeah, um that's true. And I that's liked true. it. No, I the deep house is phenomenal. I've I have only seen so far <laughs> people posting <laughs> about it. I have only seen a few people say they didn't like it. Um <laughs> and I think my opinion of that would be more that it's probably a style thing and not necessarily mm. like a content thing because style and content right. are not the same thing. True. Um, true. And so I think that, you know, it's, you know, it's like with podcasts or YouTube channels or books, 
you know, content and style are very different things. You, you mm -hmm. and Josh are horror authors. You do not have the same style of writing. It's right. not the same thing, you know? And I think that that, um, that, and that's fine. Like, obviously like it's not going to be everybody's, uh, everybody's jam, but I, yeah, I was super, I was blown away with that movie. I really was like, yeah, I was, I was, I was impressed. For sure. Yeah, and, and it wasn't here. Like it didn't come out here. I think the first release that it had that I remember seeing was France, I think. Um, okay. but it like didn't come to theaters here. Like all of a sudden, like oh. we went from not being able to watch it to all of a sudden you could rent it. But yeah, no, I love the deep house. I thought it was really, really, really well done. Yeah. It was. It definitely was. Yep. Yeah. I will agree with you a hundred percent on that. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that my movie recommendations are like, that's always good to hear. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I, like I said, I, I, you know, because you recommended them, I was like, okay, well, I'll check them out. Yeah. Um, and through watching them, I was kind of like, well, you know, found footage. Maybe I give it a second, second chance, you know? Yeah. Cause these ones were really well done. So they were, they were. Yep. Yeah. And I think the only one that didn't leave me like a hundred percent in love with it was hell house. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree that was really with that. The only one. But I still really liked a lot of components. So I think. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. Like that, the, yeah. the buildup throughout the entire film was fantastic. It was yeah. phenomenal. Yes. They just fell short on the ending. And it's yeah. like, you, you, it, it's hard to overlook that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to, to look at the film yeah. as a whole, it's like so much to love. But this mm -hmm. one, like, glaring hole yeah. <laughs> where they just were like, Let's, we'll just throw something in there. Yeah, and but, I think one of the reasons that I think it sits so poorly is because, like, you're literally watching this movie to discover what happens in the basement, right? So, like, yeah, you're, the investment is to learn what happened. So there's a lot of pressure yep. on that, that whatever happened. It needs to be crazy, you know? Yeah, because you're right. You've, so you start the movie with the news stories and the interviews and whatever with this like crazy thing that happened. And then it's yeah. like, you know, and I think that that has a lot to do with it. I think if they had not based maybe the whole thing on that one event in the basement, True. it may not have felt as lackluster. I mean, I still would have been like, okay, cult, we get it. But it just, they just, I was looking for that, like that, that moment of like, oh yep. no, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, and I just never like even, you don't get it. Even if it would have just been yeah. like the the clown mannequin and some other ones come to life and start hacking people up, even that would have been that better. Yes. would have been satisfactory, <laughs> right? Like it's not yeah. huge and explosive, right. but it's still yeah. something that I could respect and yeah. I would understand as a development of the rest of the film. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. the rest of the film, they're building this place up to be like super haunted and like these like. Maybe, like I said, maybe demons, maybe just really powerful something poltergeist, more, yeah. something like that, you know? And then all of a sudden, oh, well, it's a cult. Uh, what the, yeah. what? What did yeah. you, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And I think they could have done something too with, um, and, and I know this is kind of overdone, but I feel like sometimes you can take something overdone and kind of put a new spin on it and make it better True. anyway. So I feel like another thing, like another avenue they could have taken is instead of going the cult route, they could have made it about the ground this house was built on. Like they could have, yeah. they could have, you know, added some historical pieces, some like, this is what happened here. And this is like, you know, like it could yeah. have been anything. And if you went the cult route, 
there could have still been more details, more like yeah. mass yeah. murders and sacrifices have been happening here for 150 years. I don't know. Like, but yeah. you know, it just would have some, added something, you know, some kind of a tip that says, yes. oh, expect yes. something, you know, yes. in this arena, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. And they I even had a agree. moment where they could have introduced it because there was that uh, scene where they're like looking at the the house before they actually bought it to go in and start building oh, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they pick up like this old book. There's your moment oh, right, right there. There's your moment right there, right? Like in Cabin in the Woods, right? Yes. They have that moment. They're like traipsing around. They're walking through the cabin and they're looking at stuff. They're mm -hmm. playing with stuff, yep. right? Like yep. they build you up for what's going to happen. It's so Hell House had a perfect moment there yeah. and they just dropped the ball on it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, I, I yeah. respect what you guys did overall, but like there's yeah. some moments, just some things. <laughs> yeah. And just because it would have just elevated it, it would have just taken yes. it to like another level of like, oh no, like this is a crazy good movie. Like it would have gone from being a really good movie to a really great movie if the ending yeah. had been more like, but uh, yeah. And I think, and it's hard because like, it's kind of like seeing a film um, it, like when people hype up overhype stuff and you go in yep. thinking it's going to be this crazy. And then it ends up being this like mediocre, barely yeah. tolerable film. And, um, and, it, but yeah, it's, they start you out with this, like this crazy thing happened in the basement, the basement, the basement, like they drill that into you the whole yeah. movie. And then it happens and you're like, so what happened? In the basement? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, those are all good movies. Though Gone Jam is really good. Um, I definitely, um, if you liked Gone Jam, I think you'd probably really like Nori. Nori's a little is actually quite darker, um, okay. but it's really good. That one's on Shutter. It's called like it's so it's supposed to be Nori. I think it's like N O R O I or I O. But now on it's like newer release or whatever. It's called The mm -hmm. Curse. It's like Nori the Curse. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, it's another found footage. Um, it's either I'll I, keep I, don't, an eye out for it. I don't remember if it's Korean or Japanese, but it's really good. Um, yeah, I, I basically yeah. have just kind of been cruising like really just haphazard on all the different video services I have. So I'll just like grab yeah. the horror genre and just start cruising yeah. through it and just and see like, stuff. yeah, well, man, that looks okay. Some Drop lists, that on yeah. my watch list. You know, yeah. that's how I operate these days. And of course, if someone recommends something, then I'll try to grab it, you know. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do the same thing. Like Matt has been, uh, Matt uh, Barnes has oh, been okay. pushing, um, what's it called? I totally just lost the name of the show. Oh, Sweet Home. He's been talking oh, about yeah, that. Okay. Um, and so. I will say I watched the first episode of it and um, how do I put this? It is, <laughs> it is hokey, right? Because, you know, little, it's, yes. it's, 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 uh, Japanese, I think. Um, so it, it is a little hokey in the way that they do things hokey, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the same yeah. time, the beginning of the film or beginning of the show mm -hmm. yeah. is very, very tense. There's a very, very tense moment Yeah, where, yeah. uh, some things are happening. I don't want to give too much away. I don't yeah, know. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I've but, seen, I'm on episode um, three or four. So it, even though it is a little bit hokey. There are yeah. some very scary things in there. You know yeah, what I mean? It's pretty creepy. Yeah. So it's I not would, what uh, I thought it was going to be either. Yeah. I actually expected a little more of the hokey, to be honest. Yeah. Versus the actual like right. four elements that popped yeah. up. I was like, 
Yeah. Oh, you guys are actually going to do some serious horror. Okay. All right. I see. Um, yeah. And well, and you know, know. the other thing that kind of surprised me, but I'm not mad at it. It just kind of surprised me is um, they um, like the, I'm drawing blank on the, the effects yeah. for, so essentially if, if for those of you who don't know, Sweet Home is a monster. It's a show about monsters. Like, I mean, it's a, it's yeah. very much a monster. It's a creature feature um with all kinds of different types of monsters which i'm all about love monsters and so um but like i was surprised how much um cgi they used because a lot of times mm. at least in a lot of what i've been exposed to from japanese and korean horror they don't mm. really always go that route they typically yeah. you know do a lot more like practical effects and yeah. um but uh, that's not a complaint that's just an observation um but yeah, yeah i i really love it it's a very intense show it reminds me a lot of um record or um quarantine where like mm. you start out okay. you know because it's kind of based around the building or whatever but it's um no it's good i like it so far i haven't finished it i'm like i said i'm only on like episode i think three or four um okay um yeah if you continue to go down the the found footage rabbit hole i do highly recommend the monster project and found footage 3d they're really good okay. monster project is one that i am um like in love with like that's one that i've seen i bought the digital on amazon after i first oh. rented it like right. love it um it's a really good one it was streaming for a very short period of time but it's very indie film and you'll you'll be oh, able okay. to tell when you watch it so it's not it's very um they they chose their moments to use their budget very carefully and it shows because gotcha. there's like one of the actors that's like <laughs> he's very like um not a great actor but uh, if you can get past that <laughs> the rest of okay. it is is really 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 well done um but yeah i i like these movies i think they're good i i really liked the deep houses was super impactful that one definitely lingered after the fact no i like um i like all of these movies i'm glad that you liked them all too especially yeah, deep house because that was one i was like you got this is good like yeah that one definitely yeah. was my favorite of the three uh mm -hmm. for sure because it was just like i said so unique and and so unique, you just yeah. don't really see much like that you know yeah so no, I agree. hopefully uh I, I i definitely wouldn't want necessarily like a sequel but no, it yeah. would be interesting to see if someone could do something similar, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Kind of maybe yeah. play with the concept in a different way. Yeah. No, I you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I know. Oh. I'm not really a screenwriter, so. Yeah. It's, um, I, I hope that more people will push those like boundaries of stuff that we just haven't seen before. Cause I think like, we talked about this like with reboots and remakes and redoing yeah. and it's like yeah. so that's why movies like that stick out so much to me is because they're they're very scarce like they're you know they're really hard to find yep yep These, especially like, right gyms. now and I, I don't know what hollywood's obsession is with remakes and reboots and stuff but it's like i know you guys are killing me <laughs> I, know. I need something that's like yeah. unique and different you know like even a uh uh, attack of the killer tomatoes i'll take that you know what sure. i mean yeah stupid just something different. right yeah. but it's different and it's strange you don't yeah. see stuff like that a lot so yeah. you know i i would definitely i mean that's what, why i like the old horror films i think is because so yeah. many of them are just like that they're like they're just weird bizarre out there films um yeah. i i recently rewatched one called um brain damage 
from, I think, 1985, maybe? I hadn't seen that one, I don't think. Not that I remember. It's, it's really, really unique. It's about this little creature that, like, uh, turns people into, basically, it's slaves by, like, give, feeding them a, a hallucinogenic substance that okay. they get addicted to. Oh. And then while they're like tripping out, he, this thing manipulates them into taking it out in the town so it can eat people's brains. Huh. Right. Yeah. It's very, very strange, but it's like, it's this odd little love letter to drug addiction. Right. Because yeah. it's like, like that, that's basically what the movie's really about right. is drug addiction yeah, yeah, yeah. and how it like destroys your life and, and all that kind of stuff and how yeah. uh, it's like kind of hopeless and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just so unique and different in the way that it's executed yeah. that it, it's a film. If you see it once, you're never going to forget the fact that you've seen it. I promise you that. Um, yeah. But it is just one of those movies that, yeah, I, I'll probably rewatch it again at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, just because yeah. every now and again you got to rewatch it, but yeah, what a what a movie! What a strange, strange movie! <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it. Yeah, that's super interesting. And yeah, that's, I, yeah, I guess that's a good point. It's like, well, and I think horror in general, especially like before the today, um, it's like one of those things where it was so, it wasn't like um, people didn't put horror on a pedestal like they try to do now. Um, yeah. So yeah. it, it frees up or it freed up, um, you know, the ability for people to just make whatever they wanted to make because people were willing yeah. to watch it because it was different. And it's like and now it's like everybody just wants the same stuff over and over again. Like, yeah. And it's yeah. the fandom is is partly to blame for that, because I feel like not all of us that are horror lovers are like wanting this new and weird and bizarre True. different take because everyone's like, you know, oh, give me another. And I love these franchises, but why are we yeah. doing another Insidious? Leave it alone. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean? And I love Insidious. I love the Conjuring franchise. Like I I love, I've seen all the Halloween movies. I, I've got yep. a kick out of Halloween Kills. Um, mm. And I'm, you know, and I'm into, like, I love them, but it's like beating a dead horse. Like we've seen yeah. that story, like, you yep. know, and I just yeah, don't, I'm like, I'm like, oh, come on. I just want to see something different. And I think the other one that I saw most recently, it's it's from last year, um, that I thought was really unique was um, Last Night in Soho. Hmm. So I that's another that one. one. Um, so that was one that a lot of people really liked, but I could kind of tell based on what they were saying that it wasn't like this like terrifying movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a beautiful movie. It's very aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Okay. It's got these okay. really cool trippy scenes, these bright neon colors. Like it's very, um, it's very beautiful. Like the way that it shot, it's very, very attractive. Um, okay. but, um, but it's, it was it's really good. Like I was blown away by how good it was because it was so different. Like, it was different. And every time you thought you knew what the hell was going on, it was like, okay, maybe you're, not. you're then, off somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, wait, what? I'm like, I'm like, like uh, give me that. Let me feel comfortable and then ruin it. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, pretty much anything by David Lynch is kind of like that. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, yes. Like you think you yeah. have an idea what's going on. All of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like, no, no, nope. that's not what, uh, mm-hmm. why? 
Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. No, I like stuff like that. So that was another one that I was pleasantly surprised with because I thought, well, I don't really know what I thought. I just kind of, I think I just assumed that it was going to end up being just like another, you know, dime a dozen move. I don't know. Like I just didn't have a lot of, my hopes weren't super high. Yeah. You know? Your expectations weren't too, yeah. too high. Yeah. Um, which I think can only usually work in your favor for the most part. Cause then at least you, you, you know, the I would agree. I impressed. would agree. And I think that was maybe yeah. part of how I found these three movies that we talked about. So, so charming was yeah. because, you know, I was kind of like, okay, found <laughs> footage, you know, <laughs> it's found footage. So, sure, sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, I had the chip on my shoulder, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, like I said, I was surprised. And, and so yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. Found footage is my baby. I love found footage movies. I, um, and I know, I trust me, I, I I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. All I ask is that you watch more than one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Watch more than one found footage. And then yeah, I think you're right. if, say, if Cloverfield's the extent of your, your viewing, then that's not much to go on, you know, because no, that's no, not a. No. Yeah. That's one of the ones that kind of made me be like, oh, found footage. No, I'm good. Because like yeah. you said, it's so shaky. It's so and, bad. Oh, it's like, yeah, sometimes you're watching it. It's like, am I having a seizure or is that the camera know. thing? You know, like and and it's like, and you know the thing that sucks the most about that is first of all, love anything associated with aliens. Like anything right. aliens, I'm like, that sounds awesome. I'm down. But you that's like one of the reasons it fresh that movie frustrated me so bad, aside from how poorly I felt it was shot, is it had the potential to be really really good like yeah. the final scene i don't know if you're able to get all the way through it took me a couple times i may have fast forwarded <laughs> some parts but that final shot of when that camera comes up and you get to actually see what they've been doing all of this for the whole movie like it yeah. was so neat and I, and it just made me more mad because i'm like okay so we had this phenomenal ending and like the rest of it is garbage it, yeah I hate right Cloverfield. yeah yeah, like they could have definitely given you a lot more than they did with that movie. And yeah. I get it that they were trying to like uh, produce like the, you know, like they were trying to give you like that fight or flight, right? With sure. that's, I think, you sure. know, with holding the camera and it's shaking because you're running and stuff. I think that's what they were trying to create was tension with that. Um, but it's so jarring visit visually. Yeah. that it doesn't really create the right kind of tension, right? Instead, no. you're just kind of like, oh, man, I can't, like, I can't look at that. Like, hold on, you know? Yeah. Um, instead I of making think... you, like, afraid and fearful, it just kind of ruins the film. Yeah, and um, they did it for too much of the movie is the other yeah. thing. Yeah. Yep, you know, I mean, too. every every found footage that has a run sequence, the camera gets, you know, bumped, oh, sure. bumped around. Sure, sure. But That's it's true. like, but this was like, 78 percent of the movie <laughs> like yeah it's like they're running scenes. running running and then they're still for a little bit and then they're running 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 and it's like you do get some interesting snippets right as sure. they're running yeah. like in the city and stuff you get some yeah, of these yeah. moments where you're like oh yeah. you know but i don't feel like there's enough of them to like yeah. make the film gel for it. me yeah. you know what no, i mean I yeah like it just yeah yeah no, I agree. It's like running I, pancake batter, you know? It's like you yeah, can't really. <laughs> so true. That's so true. And the and the adding water to make the batter better is the running sequences. You just keep adding it to try to make it better. And then you end up with this like colossal mess. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Cloverfield's yeah. a bad introduction to found footage. 
Agreed. I would definitely start. I mean, any one of the three movies we talked about would be good. Yes. Um, and then uh, Grave Encounters would probably be a good intro. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, well, and a lot of the, a lot, like you had said, a lot of the Asian films, a lot of those are really good. The found footage films that they do are pretty good. Um, I I haven't watched a whole lot of them throughout the years, Mm -hmm. but I have seen a couple. I watched like two or three over the past, like five years, plus Mm -hmm. the one, you know, plus Ganjum. Um, and they were pretty good. They weren't like super great, but they were definitely better than the American movies in the found footage genre. That's for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and again, one of the things that I think happened with found footage too is they, they, there was like this um, wave of like <laughs> this was all anybody wanted to make. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Blair Witch was successful for a couple different reasons, and right. then you know, and and you know, the first found footage movie, at least as far as my knowledge goes back to the first found footage movie of like all time that like really kind of kickstarted this subgenre of horror is cannibal Holocaust. Like mm. that, that's a found footage movie, like at, at its core, it's a found right. footage movie, you know? And I think like, but once these movies said like, you know, you had the success of Blair Witch and it was like, everybody's ears were up like, okay, found footage, maybe we'll see. And then paranormal activity took off yep. and everyone was like, let's all do that. And then there's yeah. like, a thousand movies and found footage and they most of them are they're like it's it you have to kind of like pick through yep, to find you have to the good weed ones. them out you know yeah yeah i i could agree with that and, yeah. I, and i think that's probably what ruined it for me was that wave yeah. of, of like everybody Sweet. doing it because it's like well you guys aren't doing it right though <laughs> yeah like, you're just doing it because you think people are gonna love it for the sake of the genre but that's not how it works like no it's you not have to right put in some effort <laughs> What, what, what made people love those films was uh, like part of it was the found footage concept. Right. And the way, yes. but it was the way they used it. Yes. That, it that made it a, such a success. Yeah. And you can't just, well, it was the found footage. No, no, no. Yeah. It was the brilliant use of found footage yep. and the way they, they made you really feel like you were watching like legitimate found footage like, of yeah. someone yeah. that is now deceased or disappeared. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. that's why those films are great. It's not the found footage aspect alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like you said, that rush, that tsunami of stuff that came out was just like a tsunami of garbage, you know, yeah. it's just like, and then you're sitting yeah. there like, this isn't what I liked. <laughs> I know. I and then I think, this. yeah. And the same thing happened for, I think a lot of people, a lot of people were like, well, you know, all this bad stuff came out. So then they kind of like gave up on the genre like, or the subgenre. They were just like, well, I yeah. mean, if this is all that's going to come of it, like, why would I, you know, why? And then I think it, yeah. 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 And it got, I feel like it kind of got a little bit of, um, I think it like got a little revitalized when they did the um, VHS one, the VHS franchise. Yeah. A little like, bit. That's but when its popularity like picked up again. Like there's it was another like, one though where like the the first film was pretty pretty well done, but then the subsequent ones it was like eh, not so much. Um, yeah, I liked um, I liked the first the first one was good. I liked the second one and I liked ninety four. Ninety four was really fucking good. I think ninety four actually might be, in my opinion, the best one. It was really good. Like there's I'm not sure one. If I've watched that one yet. I think it's uh, it's on Shutter. It's a Shutter original, but it was it was one that so like the 
it wasn't one of the four or five stories I wasn't like super invested in. Um, mm -hmm. but the others, there's God, there's one in particular, like it totally gave me um Resident Evil vibes, and I was like there for mm -hmm. it. Like, but it had it was to in my opinion of the VHS franchise, because I've seen I think four or five of them. I don't know how many there are, I don't remember, but um, <laughs> yeah, this one I felt like had the most unique blend of stories as far mm -hmm. as like they really were like nothing alike. They were all just these like crazy, like really out there stories. And I loved right. it. Like it was, I thought it was really good. I did think 94 was really well done. I did not like the third one, whatever mm. that one was called something. It was like VHS something or another, but I didn't really care for that one. But yeah, it's it, people, people cling to what they think is going to be successful. And it's not about making it effective it's about will it make us money and it's like it yeah. sucks like it happens to yep. so many franchises and so many things not just in horror but like anywhere it's like yep. well you know we'll we'll make money off of this so let's just do it like i saw the trailer today for the new um jurassic park oh uh, and i'm just like i can't I, like I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it because I, I really like dinosaurs but I won't pay to watch it because I'm like yeah. the franchise to me is like long gone. <laughs> like yeah, as far as yeah. like, you know, um, of course they bring Sam Neill and uh, what's her name um, back, but I just, um, Oh, and um, Goldblum comes back for this one, but I oh, just, okay. um, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's a Jurassic park movie. People will go watch it and you can't, you yeah. can pay me to think that that's not what their mentality was, you know, just given yep. what the last two have been. But anyway, Yep, they were just like, oh, cash cow. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> it's a money grab. And it's insulting to the fans. It, like, it's insulting it to those of us that are, like, invested in these subgenres, these franchises, these movies and stuff. Like, you know, of course, we don't make them, but it feels like, you know, right. we're a big part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and when they, yeah, yeah, you're right. And when they do cash grabs, it's like, it's disrespectful. You know, it's like. Well, yeah. we're just going to use you to make some money. We don't really care if we're giving you quality entertainment. And it's like, no, right. no, 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 no. Look, listen, yes. if you're going to make a film, why don't you do what Ryan Reynolds did with Deadpool? Mm. And then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we'll and talk. I think too, like, um, I don't know if you're a big Scream fan, but um, so I saw the I saw the new one in theaters, mm -hmm. uh, like the night that it came out, because I love Scream. Um, but one of the things that, they talk about in the new screen, like in character, this is what they discuss is how many of these franchises, I guess, I guess for scream, it is specifically horror, but um, it, when they remake these things and they redo them or they keep making more of them or whatever, they're not doing it for the art. They're not doing it for the fans, you know, no. they're doing it. And they talk about this. I, I love how meta screen is. So like they talk about this in a movie that is a continuation, you know, of whatever. Right. And, and I stand by, you know, I do stand by this. I think this movie was made for the fans. I think Scream was made for the fans, the, the newest one, but it, but, but it's true. Like they, they don't mm. care that we love it. They just care that we pay to go see it. And that's super yep. frustrating. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yep. That is, that is, yeah, that is very frustrating. You're right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, I didn't really follow the Scream franchise too much. Um, yeah. I did really like the original film. The original mm -hmm. Scream was yes. really awesome. So good. And it's, yeah. the big reveal at the end was just like, I was like, what? No way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so that part. And, the, and then 
like this the the scenes where they're like they stab each other and it was a wild film it was a wild it film is. but the yeah. the ones they made after there again it's a thing where the sequels to me i was just kind of like they don't exist i don't see yeah. you <laughs> like, like no yeah i think um because the original I... scream was just it was so there again good. a unique film and it yeah. like you said it was very meta um yeah. but it, it wasn't annoying meta it was like no. right Yes, it was I agree. Just yeah. like self-aware meta, you know what I mean? Like yes. it was, yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah. And that's why when they did more, I was like, eh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not yeah. seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I liked. Um, I like. I've liked all of them, um, but I think, um, I think the only one that I, I just was kind of like, uh, was four. I didn't mm. really think four was that great. But I thought five was amazing. I love the new one was really good. I did really like it. And but I think I don't know. I think it's just um to your point, it's a, it is insulting when you get invested in a franchise and you can tell that it's become something uh, for just money. Like it's a money grab, it's a cash, like it's one of those things where it's like um like I got kind of annoyed. So I love John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I feel like I should preface what I'm about to say with that. Like I love them a lot. Um Quiet Place was a phenomenal movie. Loved Quiet yep. Place. Um, they really irritated me <laughs> when they made a second one and they refused, they held off release until they could put it in theaters. And I say that because the same weekend that quiet place two came out in theaters, cause they refused to let it go to streaming. Can't have it go to screen streaming. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Let's have everybody only go see it at theaters. Fine. Whatever. So then, but at the same time that that happened, Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, came out mm -hmm. in theaters and on HBO um, Max or whatever. Um, I definitely watched that at home. So, <laughs> H so the interesting thing about that is Conjuring is in the same genre, more or less. I mean, I guess it's technically sci-fi horror, but anyway. But it's, mm -hmm. it's a horror movie that came out in theaters and on a streaming device. And The Quiet Place 2 only came out in the theaters. And Conjuring 3 slaughtered it in the box office people had the option to watch it from home but because they loved it and they were invested in that conjuring franchise they, they still they went, went out. to see it and i'm like so yep. so like this whole like thing of like like john krasinski made this whole thing of and i again i really do love him i love emily blunt she is like one of the pieces of my perfect puzzle for the Wolfman remake. Like I love her, but right. at the, re the end of the day, like you saying stuff like, Oh, well, I just want us to be back together in the theaters. I'm like, no, you want to make the box office money. That's why yep. you won't let it go to HBO max. Like enough, yep. just be honest. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yep. Just yeah. be honest. Just tell people yeah. the truth. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I know I like, that's something I feel very strongly about. I've had that conversation with so many people and I'm like, it killed Quiet Place 2 in box office. So was it worth waiting? You assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like it paid off for them. I'll say that. No. And then like a month after it released, they let it go to, maybe it wasn't HBO, but it was one of the, you know, the streaming things anyway. Yeah. At that point, it was probably a little bit too late. Yeah. And then they, they probably were like, oh, well, you know. People would have still paid to see it in theaters like that. That right. didn't go away, you know. Right. Yeah. So and like you but said, when people were presented with the option for this other thing, mm -hmm. you know, they were like, well, yeah, but no, I'd rather go to the theater. I'd rather and I go think see it probably would have went the same way if yep. they would have done that, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, people like yeah. having options, even if they're even if you know they're not going to use an option or you hope they won't use the option. If you give them the option, it's, it's still. Better. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. better for them because then they have a choice now and they feel empowered. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's toddler logic. It's 100 <laughs> percent toddler logic. You say, OK, do you want to put your jacket on first or your shoes? Like you got to do both. <laughs> like right. you get the choice to pick which one you want to do. And that feels like there's this moment of I have control over this. Yeah, right. no, it's it's yep. obnoxious. And I and I love I did really like Quiet Place, too. I will watch anything with Killian Murphy in it, though. So when I saw mm-hmm. he was in it, I was like. Well, I'm not going to see it in theaters, but I do really want to watch it. You're like, <laughs> I'll like, still see it though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not paying to see it, but I will watch it. Yeah. So, anyway, well, cool. That's our wrap up on every movie we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's kind of feels like it, huh? Because we just bounced around from place to yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. It all Which, was. Uh, I did want to like, say before yeah. we go, I did want to say because you had said earlier about movies yeah. that like get a lot of hype and then the movie yeah. itself is just crap right yes um so one that definitely did not go that way at least for me uh yeah. train to busan that yes. movie got a crap ton of hype right yes and i was like when i decided to sit down and watch it i i was like if this movie is not fucking absolute <laughs> fire i am going to flip my television oh. off the wall right and it was absolute fucking fire. That movie yes, was, was amazing. I love oh my and God. I was like, this, this is the zombie movie I've been waiting for. Like, yes. like of all the zombie films that have been done. Yes. You know, some yeah. of them were great. Some were yeah. okay, you know, but yeah. that film was the one that I was waiting to see for a yes. long time. You know yes. what I mean? And when I finally mm-hmm. got to watch it, I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like this is yeah. yeah no train to busan is my favorite zombie movie ever yeah it, it was a really favorite. really great film it's so so the um the netflix show all of us are dead is a zombie yeah. is a i think it's korean a korean zombie show and it's so funny because there's like this moment um like i think it's like in the first it's not a spoiler it's like in the first episode one of the kids because mm. it takes place at a high school. One of the kids is like, it's like Train to Busan. And I remember like I was dying laughing because I was like, I love I love that movie. I will say Peninsula was kind of like the sequel mm. to it. Um, it just didn't get like it just didn't capture what makes Train to Busan so good. Like mm. the characters, those like super intense moments, like calling through the train and like waiting to go under tunnels where it's dark so they can like move. Oh my God. That movie is so I've seen, I've yeah. seen that one quite a few times. That one is so good. I love train to Busan. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did not realize they did a sequel to it. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm very reluctant to watch it though. Yeah. Because like I, I, I feel like train to Busan is one of those movies that very much could just stand on its own forever. You know? Yes. It didn't um, need another. Oh, you know, they're doing an American one. Yeah, I heard about that, and I was just like, I probably won't see it. I, nope. I it, why? Why would you? You know, you, like there's no need yeah. for an American version. the The original version of the film is perfectly so perfect. fine. Just let it alone. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're just yeah. gonna take something great and like add add the American mark and like piss all over it. Like it's not gonna be. I yeah, no, Train to Busan was a good one. I watched that after the hype as well so mm. i had heard um all those like crazy good you know crazy good things yep. about it too and i loved it no that one is really good i think one of the worst ones for me was the hype around hereditary 
Yeah. That was one everybody, everybody no. was like worshiping the ground this movie was built on. And I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, same, same. I was like, I'm not seeing it, guys. I understand. Like, the coolest thing that happens happens in the first 20 minutes and the rest of it is a snooze fest. <laughs> like, yep. Like the the yeah, the scene where, you know, the 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 girl's head gets dropped off. Yeah. That's pretty gruesome. That was a, a crazy moment. But, but after that, like you said, everything after that, it's just like, eh, <laughs> it's just yeah. like tanked. Yeah. Yeah. People mm-hmm. worship yeah. that movie. And they're like the scariest movie. And I was like, it didn't scare me like at all. Like, yeah. you know, that, that yeah. scene with the daughter I did, I was kind of like, Ooh, like, yeah. And I had, yeah. And I, that scene actually made me, I probably even said this out loud because I watched it at home um, the first time I saw it, but I was like, this is going to be really good. Cause I was like, if this is already happening and the movie just started, you know right. and then i was like oh maybe not <laughs> like, yeah. yeah yep it is one yeah. of those films that kind of sort of lets you down a little bit yeah yeah i know um if steve listens to this he's gonna be super offended he loves he likes that movie a lot hereditary well sorry steve a lot sorry, of man. people a lot of people do i just like i it just wasn't for me it was one of those that i just like i just didn't but that was that was probably one of the worst hype ones for me because i like yeah. everybody was like this is the best and i love tony collette the main the mm. mom the one that plays the mom i love her but like i was just like i don't know i just didn't you know but no trading yeah. busan is a really good one i love that one a lot um you know, if you ever just get film. super bored and you want to watch the second one it wasn't awful it, I think if it had been another film, not related, mm-hmm. it would have been like, oh, this is a pretty decent zombie movie. But because it it's a sequel to such a great movie, right? you just end up going like, yeah, but like you were never going to fill those shoes. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it just, you like know. you know, for a fact going into it that it's yeah. just not going to be the same. Yeah, yeah for sure. hundred percent. Yeah, that was a good yeah. I, I did really like Journey to Song, though. That's a super good one. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, it is getting a little bit late. Yeah, so, me too. I just saw it. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get up at six and drive yep. an hour to work. So. Oh yeah. No, I won't keep yeah. you. Um. Yeah. So this is a cool conversation. Our movie wrap up on. Uh, Hell House LLC, Gondium Haunted Asylum, and the Deep House. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Well, thanks for talking to me about movies. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> and uh, we'll have to do it again. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, have a good rest of uh, your night. Will do. You do the same, and uh, I'll chat you on Twitter at some point. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so that was my three-movie wrap-up with Luther Cross. Uh, Yeah, I always always encourage people to give sound footage another chance, but I understand that everybody wants to do that, and that's okay. So, um, yeah, if you haven't seen Hell House, LLC, uh, Gondium Haunted Asylum, or Deep House, highly, highly, highly recommend them. Um, Gondium and Hell House have been streaming for a while. Um, Deep House, I'm not 100% if it's streaming or not. I I rented it when I watched it for the first time. So, uh, anyway, yeah, that concludes this episode. Um, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but the reason I did a podcast episode that is not the same as the one on my YouTube channel is because it is an unboxing of a phenomenal company called... Rotten Rentals. Highly, highly recommend going to check out that video. I will post a link in the description for this podcast episode. Um, it is a really cool company with a really unique concept on um, on horror uh, boxes and knickknacks and stuff. It's really cool. So I definitely recommend checking that out. And uh, yeah, we'll be back or I'll be back with Tasha 
this coming up Saturday, um, we are going to be breaking down in Horror Bestie Breakdown. We are going to be breaking down uh, Antlers, which just came out um, this past Friday on HBO. So, um, yeah, if you're curious about the film, if you've seen it and you want to hear what we think, check us out on Saturday. We will be back with our next episode of Horror Bestie Breakdown. So cool. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Uh, we'll talk to you on Saturday.